I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone today in a couple of ways. First off, I know nothing about sports. I'm what you'd call an indoor kid. I was never very good at sports, never athletic, and I don't have a favorite team to root for. Sorry, mom, I'm just never going to care about the Buckeyes the way you do. The second element that makes today a little different and a little risky is that our subject is still alive and still competing in her field. Her Twitter bio reads, 2012 and 2016 U.S. Olympic swimmer, five-time gold medalist, 14-time world record breaker in 400-meter, 800-meter, 1,500-meter free, Stanford grad. Welcome to The Sewing Circle, a women's history podcast. I'm your host, Peyton Alexander, and today we're discussing the American Olympic swimmer, Katie Ledecky. It's 2012 in London, and Rebecca Adlington of Great Britain is the favorite for the women's 800-meter freestyle. She'd broken the world record in Beijing at the previous Olympics, finishing the contest at 8.14.10. The world record before that had been defended by American Janet Evans since 1989, holding steady at 8 minutes, 16 seconds, and 22 hundredths of a second for almost 20 years. Rebecca was excited and emotional ahead of the race, saying it had only just sunk in that she'd made it, that the Olympics were in her own backyard, and she was competing. With onlookers packing the stands poolside, she and seven other women from around the world emerge one by one onto the deck. Of course, the Brits cheer loudest for Rebecca, and as the women mount their blocks, the London commentators are talking up Rebecca's legacy and odds. To her left is the woman they're considering to be her biggest competition, Lottie Fries of Denmark, in lane 5. Lottie has been just behind Rebecca for years, and they're concerned she's a real danger to her chances of bringing home the gold. In lane 3, to her right, is 15-year-old Olympic first-timer Katie Ledecky, who is visibly enjoying her debut. She's the youngest athlete on the American team, And if she wins, the presenters quickly and somewhat flippantly throw out there, she'll be the youngest winner of the women's 800-meter freestyle ever. All the swimmers lean forward on their angled starting block, fingers and toes curled over the edge, ready to propel themselves into the pool at the sound of the buzzer. They dive almost as one, powerfully and gracefully soaring through the water, lap after lap, It's 16 back and forths, so they need to pace themselves, need to be careful not to tire too quickly or lag behind too early. Almost immediately, Katie pulls out ahead of the pack, and a yellow line depicting the world record pace appears on the screen. She's ahead of it, and for a while there, it looks like it's riding on her shoulders as she powers through the water. Loyal to the home team, the presenters continue hyping Rebecca's performance, and their focus turns to speculation on Katie's endurance, questioning her ability to keep up this impressive pace. But by minute four, Rebecca is closer to Katie's heels than her head. At five and a half, Katie's losing the ground she'd gained on that yellow line, but at this point, she's at least a full body length ahead of Rebecca. 
Lottie and Rebecca are now neck and neck, and at six seconds in, it's clear Rebecca isn't fighting Lottie for the gold. She's going to have to fight her for the silver. The gap between Katie and Rebecca, and then Katie and Lottie, with Rebecca pulling up in third, grows even wider. And then Spain's Mireya Belmonte Garcia suddenly pulls out ahead of both Lottie and Rebecca, but by the time the bells are ringing out on the second-to-last turn before it's all over, Katie is nearly three body lengths ahead of Mireya. At 8.14.63, which is just 53 hundredths of a second behind the world record set by Rebecca in Beijing, Katie surfaces, winning the gold medal after completing the second-fastest swim in history. Maria arrives four seconds later for the silver, with Rebecca taking the bronze at 8.20.32. Rebecca and Katie reach for each other across the lane lines, and you can hear Rebecca say to Katie, Amazing. Just amazing. Katie's obviously shocked and thrilled, as she'd later say, It was such an oh-my-gosh feeling. What is this? This isn't right. This isn't real. It was just so surreal being able to do that on that stage, in that environment. Katie Ledecky was born in D.C. in 1997 and grew up in Bethesda, Maryland. She was inspired by her older brother, Michael, to take up swimming by the time she turned six. She began competing regionally, traveling to meets in Charlotte, Buffalo, and Omaha, just getting out there and racing. When she was nine, she met her role model, Michael Phelps, at an autograph signing, and just a few years later, she'd be part of an Olympic delegation with him. In September of 2011, when she was 14, then-coach Yuri Sugiyama laid it all out for her. Okay, you're winning this and winning that. You're a really dedicated trainer. In just a few months, we could go to the Olympic trials, and if we do that, what do you think the outcome of that should be? Shyly, she said, make it to the Olympics? And he said, all right, we're going to do that. Her training paid off. She won the 800-meter freestyle at the trials with a time of 8-19-73, beating her own lifetime best and earning that ticket to London. Following her show-stopping performance in 2012, she went back to training and competing to ensure her spot in Rio in 2016. Racking up medals and accommodations seems to be second nature. She took the gold in four world championship competitions in 2013 and five in 2014, and was named the 2012-2013 U.S. Olympic Committee Sportswoman of the Year. In 2015 in Kazan, Russia, she casually beat her own record on the 1500 meter. When she hit the wall, she had time enough to look around take in her screaming teammates and family members, and laugh before the next swimmer finished. She locked eyes with her coach and with a crooked grin, shrugged. She'd taken it easy, swimming in a relaxed, loping way, and she'd beaten her own record without intending to. The New York Times reported, It was like Taylor Swift taping herself singing in the shower and having the recording become the best-selling song of all time. Ahead of the Olympic trials in 2016, she broke the women's 800-meter freestyle world record at the Austin Pro Swim Series, coming in at 8.668. She continued this 800-meter hot streak during the trials, putting a distance of almost 10 seconds between herself and second-place finisher Leah Smith. And then came Rio. 
These games were historic for a number of reasons. It was the first time the Olympics had been held in a South American country, the first time women's rugby was played, the first time a team comprised of refugees from different countries competed. 45% of the athletes in that year's games were women, the highest percentage yet, and the United States sent a predominantly female delegation made up of 292 women and 262 men. We were concerned about a different virus then, the mosquito-transmitted Zika virus, and Brazil was having issues keeping their waterways clean. 32 tons of dead fish were removed from the rowing and canoeing lagoon ahead of their races, and experts were warning athletes not to put their heads underwater, as ingestion of just three teaspoons of Brazil's water were certain to cause respiratory and stomach issues. But Katie, now 19 and the youngest member of the U.S. swimming team, was excited and ready. Her first competition of the Games also saw her first, and thus far only, Olympic silver, competing in the 400-meter freestyle relay with teammates Simone Manuel, Abby Weitzel, and Dana Vollmer. They missed out on the gold to the obvious favorites, Australia's Emma McKeon, Brittany Elmsley, and sisters Bronte and Kate Campbell. But the remainder of the games were a Ledecky Grand Slam. Gold in 800-meter freestyle relay. Gold in 200-meter freestyle. Gold and broken world record in the 400-meter, finishing almost five full seconds ahead of runner-up Jasmine Carlin of Great Britain. That 800-meter freestyle was once again her jackpot, not just taking the gold, not just beating Jasmine Carlisle again by a stunning 11 seconds, but Katie Ledecky beat the world record by two seconds, slapping the wall and securing the hat trick at eight minutes, four seconds, and 79 hundredths of a second. She left Brazil as the most decorated female athlete of the 2016 Games. So what comes next for a teenager with five Olympic gold medals? College, of course. (laughs) In addition to her academic studies at Stanford University, Katie swam for the Cardinals and added more medals to her trophy case. In her freshman year, she destroyed the previous school record in the 1,000 meter by 20 seconds. Funnily enough, it previously been held by Janet Evans. While competing for Stanford, she was an eight-time individual NCAA champion and a two-time team NCAA champion. On the fourth and last night of the 2018 NCAA championships, after a few days made up of mostly victories and a single second-place position, she beat the second-place finisher by 30 seconds in the 1650 race. She soon launched into the next phase of her career, resigning from the NCAA to go pro, with two more years studying and training at Stanford. She said in an interview with the Washington Post, I've had two really great years of college swimming, have been on an incredible team that's won back-to-back national championships. I feel like now is the right time for me to be making this transition and starting this next chapter. She absolutely crushed her very first professional appearance at the 2018 Pro Swim Series in Indianapolis by taking a full five seconds off her own world record in the 1500 freestyle and finishing almost 50, that's five zero, seconds ahead of runner-up Erica Sullivan. 
That July, she graced the cover of National Geographic and was named the 2018 World Female Swimmer of the Year following stellar performances at the U.S. National and the Pan Pacific Championships. Pan Pacific is also where she earned her first bronze, coming in third to 20-year-olds Taylor Ruck of Canada and Rikako Ike of Japan. With over two dozen gold medals in international competitions and the postponed Tokyo 2020 Games essentially just around the corner, what can we expect to see next out of Katie? Once the Olympics were officially postponed and all her classes were moved online, she jumped at the opportunity to finish up her psychology degree, graduating this past November. Last week, she competed for the first time since March of 2020, dominating the Austin TYR Pro Swim Series in all four of her events. To see her in the water, you wouldn't know that in the beginning of the pandemic, she was swimming in a backyard pool to keep up with her rigorous training schedule. Optimistic of the challenges the pandemic presents for this year's Olympics, she recently said, I think it's going to be a real inspiration for the world that we're able to come together for the first time, really, all of us. I know Tokyo is doing everything they can to prepare to keep everyone healthy, and I'm excited for that opportunity. Even the indoor kid in me can agree with Katie that the Olympics inspire and conjure up feelings of national pride and worldwide community. So while I'm also really nervous, as I'm sure many of you are, about the prospect of hundreds of thousands of people, that's athletes, coaches, judges, facility staff, medical teams, and spectators, all of them descending into one place at the end of this July, I'm hopeful for what this event can provide for the future. Now, I've resisted talking about him up until this point, even though there is plenty to say during the Rio segment, but I think Ryan Lochte said something really important about Katie and the example she sets. In 2015, he said, There's some 13-year-old out there right now who looks at Katie and says, I can do that. I can beat her. They're full of energy and naive enough and full of hope and everything else, and it'll happen. Supporting that vision of young girls seeing the Olympic stage as being there for them, too, are these words from the woman Katie unseated as American Queen of the Pool. Once again, Janet Evans. She said, Katie is a role model for how she defines achievable targets, focuses on her particular task at hand, and attacks the process every day to surpass her goals. Then she doesn't rest on what she's accomplished, but resets what she can achieve and tackles those goals as well. Katie is not telling people what they can do. She's showing them how they can do it. Katie Ledecky turns 24 next Wednesday, March 17th. You can wish her happy birthday on Twitter at Katie Ledecky. And while you're there, I suggest you watch the awesome video she made for Christmas involving a glass of chocolate milk and a snorkel. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Sewing Circle. As always, you can find all my sources for today's episode under Listen Now on my website, sewingcirclepodcast.com. You can follow me at TSC underscore pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to me and your other favorite shows. Until next week.